Hello and welcome to Bomb Squad, a PlayStation podcast. My name is Andrew Muggleton and I'm, as always, joined by my wonderful co-host Chris Lowe. Game of the year. Game of the year. Is that what we're going to discuss? Game of the year 2019. Definitive. What was the best game of 2019? We will find out. Yeah. But first. Why? But first. Yeah. Lily. Yes. Oh, How's yes. she doing? So when we she last, do, she do well. When we last left Lily, she was in a place called Ostagar. Yeah. Um, she'd met a guy who was a king called Kalen. Mm-hmm. She met Kalen's assistant called Logan. Yeah. Um, and she was with Duncan, who is the kind of leader of a group called the Grey Wardens. Kind of magic-y guys, are they? Um, no, no. Uh, uh, well, yeah, kind of, kind yeah, of, in a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you are sort of going to be set off on a kind of trial. Uh, for for the Grey Wardens, and um, in order to do this, you've actually been you've been introduced to two other people. Now these mm-hmm. are both human men, um, and one of them is you can tell a magic user, yeah, and one of them is a he's got sort of like he's got a big long bow on his back, and you yeah. think oh, you know, this guy's got a couple of knives on him, mm-hmm. probably like like a sort of rogue, like a ranger kind of character, yeah. Um, and all I want you to do for this part is to um, first you're gonna you're gonna like name these two characters, yeah. And you're also gonna say what how does Lily kind of introduce herself to them? What's her mm. what's the kind of first impression they're gonna get of Lily? Because you're about to go and do this trial together as a so the three a, of us are gonna do this trial. Yeah. Do do I have any indication as to whether I am going to be um, competing against them or with them? Um, or am I, do I not know that yet? No, you don't know that yet. No. Okay. So the first guy, the magic guy, mm-hmm. his name is going to be... Do you just want first names? Yeah, just yeah. first names as well. Um, Philip, but with one L. Okay. Is that normal? Or do Philip's normally have two? I think he's normally got two. Yeah, cool. So we'll go Philip with one L. And the guy with... He's got a dagger? Did he have <clears throat> Yeah, he's like a... He's like, I've got him as a oh, ranger. So a ranger person, yeah. Um, the ranger is going to be called Lionheart. That's his first... Is that his first name? Yeah, yeah. His first name is Lionheart. Yeah. His okay. second name is Alex. Okay, cool. Great. Philip, um, Philip doesn't have a second name. He's just he's, Philip. He's known as The Philip. <laughs> okay. The, <laughs> that's the Philip. His, that's his, like, um, what, is it a, a prefix? Like a Mr. Mrs.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so The Philip and Alex. Sorry, not Alex. No. <laughs> Lionheart Alex. Yeah. Um, you but are wait, now- wait, wait. His, his surname is, it's actually... Um, uh, no, hey, no, it should be the other way. His first name is Lionheart, comma. Oh, right. Okay, <laughs> great. Um, so you are introduced by Duncan to. Uh, so this is a uh, Philip the and <laughs> Lionheart, comma Alex. Yeah. Um, men, this is uh the latest recruit. This is Lily. Mm. Do I do I have any sort of abilities at this point? Um, you're I, just a very low level warrior. So, okay, because my intention was to use like a Libra type of thing, like, oh, so I could, no, I could assess. Certainly that. not. Okay, okay. Um, I'll immediately introduce myself as Lily. Um, I'll shake their hands. Each time I do it, I kind of drop my head down a little bit and squint a tiny bit at their eyes. So kind of a little inquisitive. Okay. Not sure who you are, but I'm going to shake their hands. When I'll shake Lionheart first, and I'll make it a fairly strong, so he knows that I'm yeah I'm I'm the woman yeah um then I'll go up to the Philip and 
I'll shake his hand. But as I do that, I'm going to kind of like, you know, like um, when people go to like a ball and they dance and they spin people around. Mm. I'm going to almost force him to do that to me. Okay. So we're having a little dance. As I do that, I'm going to attempt with my left hand to put it into his pocket and see what's in there. Ooh, you're trying to steal something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll say that works because okay. like he, you, he, he's so like taken aback by yeah. the fact that you've. Uh, done it. I'm he, blushing as well. Yeah, he was that a, a Philip. That was the Philip. Yeah. Um, the Philip has got. He's got two gold coins mm-hmm. and um, let's say like a sling. Okay, I'll take yeah, the gold coins, leave the sling. Cool. Okay. And immediately when my hand comes out of the pocket, I will just throw them as far as I can, <laughs> like a discus. So who? The Philip sort of like scuttles over to go and collect the coins. Okay. That at that point, I'll move up to Lionheart and say, now that he's out the way, let's talk. Okay. Um, Duncan interrupts you. <laughs> so, <he's laughs> like, just standing behind watching like, like where's what? the Philip gone? <laughs> Where are these people? Uh, and he says... Um, uh, the first part of your trial to become a Grey Warden is you must go into the uh, into the forest here in Ostagar and you must bring me back three vials of blood. Mm. And uh, that's where we'll finish for today. That's it. That's it. Ah. That's it. Okay, I think I, I think Big. I know what I'm going to do next. Cool. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Right. Well, now that we know how Lily's doing and how mm-hmm. she's progressing. I we as you said earlier we should talk. Um, it is now officially for us, twenty twenty. I can see clearly now because it's twenty twenty. I get it because of vision. It. The joke, a vision joke. That all the jokes are coming thick and fast. Also, um, we both wear glasses, and we both wear glasses. So we, we, we neither of us have twenty twenty vision. Yes, exactly. So now we we looked forward towards this year. We should now cast our eye back. Over 2019. Cast our glowing eye of Sauron. Mm. And oh. and rate with a number how good every single game was that we played last year. Uh, no. 69. Oh, yeah, every, game. every game. 69. No, let's just uh, have a little talk about a couple of games that we played, our favourite things, and what we would personally pick as our favourite game of the year. Excellent. Um, and I like to use the word favourite now instead of best. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think that's the I think that's the way forward in life. Um, why don't you shall, kick, I, us shall off? I kick us off? Kick um, us off. So I, t- 2019. So um, I've been looking over the decade actually. All the games I've played. 2019 has got to be one of the shortest lists of games that I've played. Now I don't mm. know whether that's just a change in my lifestyle as well. I don't know whether there's just less games that have taken kind of been interesting to me. Um, but there's a couple on here. Um, one is uh, a plague tale innocence uh that for me was a a pretty fantastic game um it's made by a small team um in france um there's there's i think we spoke recently about rumors that there might be a, a sequel to it coming out um and it's yeah so it's it's said in roughly when the black plague was going on in kind of rural France and the setting was one of the arguably the best thing in this game for me um I've never felt so I don't mean that subscribe but I've never felt so like in a location as I did and I think that's just part of how they what it's a beautiful looking game 
um, and it's I think I believe they they made their own engine for it as well, and it really w- works well. Um, it's fairly simple mechanically. It's kind of a bit of stealth, a bit of very light combat related stuff, um, and a lot of moderate to simple puzzle solving. Um, but the the setting, the characters, and the kind of the arc they go through, all t- to me was top notch um, compared to a lot of other things I played. And I think it it kind of surprised me as well because it's really dark, like really desolate at times. Mm. And the music and the way the visuals come together, it, it really compounds that idea and of this kind of just unrelenting force of the, the Black Plague and stuff. And there's some, some other nefarious stuff going on. Um, but I just felt the atmosphere it was trying to create, it nailed it. And yeah, would highly recommend to anyone who likes a kind of third-person, atmospheric, story-ish based game with a, a bit of light kind of action and uh, puzzles and things like that. The only the only thing that's oh, stopping me. Okay. Well, I was trying to I was trying to assess your face then to see how many levels of sarcasm were going to oh, come okay. into this. Um, well, the only thing that's stopping me from really. Like playing because it's not it's on a couple of offers, isn't it? On uh, yeah, especially like, just recently. I think Jan- this January sale on the on the PSN, um, it's down kind of half pricey. Um, so it looks good. Obviously, mm. you've said it's really good. It's it's made it into your list of like top games you played this year. Yeah, yeah. Just call it a plague tale. I wow, I knew just that. Call was, it a I knew that was coming. Like, that's that was it. Coming. Like, why are you giving me that colon? Why why are you saying colon innocence? I don't yeah. care. Just call it a plague tale. I can only assume. It's so that there's a Plague Tale Redemption or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But even then, you could have done called a it play, a Plague Tale 2. A Plague Tale Zero Dawn. <laughs> um, I'm going to kick off. I've got yeah. two of my games that I want to just very briefly mention that mm. aren't even on a PlayStation <gasps> platform. What? Oh my gosh. Um, first one, I think you've got as well as Telling Lies. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is really cool. Um I played that. I'm trying. It must. It's quite a while ago now. When I yeah, I think it. you played it when it came out, didn't it? Yeah, I think Which pretty soon after it came out was around E3 or just after uh, E3. No, because there was an E3 trailer. I think it was in August. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, think it was maybe, in the summer. Yeah, yeah end of August or something. Um, really cool. Obviously, mm. on you can get it on Steam. Um, you're not going to see it on a console. Um, and part of that is because the whole way the game is played is via a search engine on a keyboard hacked yeah yeah, yeah. Like hacked, yeah you need your keyboard basically um i would probably rather kill myself than play it with a playstation keyboard yeah yeah um i know that i know that her story came to things like android and ios yeah, so yeah, yeah. it might already be on the, i think it actually is or at least is I, I think i checked on my ipad and it's definitely on there but yeah um and obviously there's there's like a big mystery that you're trying to solve and not quite the same style of like who done it is a kind of who done it for mm. her story but mm. um there's a big mystery involved but the really the best thing about it is there's a sort of core cast of about really the core there's a core cast about three yeah but there's oh no sorry the core cast about four there's four but then there's yeah. there are other people that sort of come mm. to the story but everything is um real life uh recorded and real life actors acting and all the performances are incredible Mm. Um, and that's one of the main things to really sell it is saying that all these people that are acting are absolutely phenomenal in it. Yeah. Um, it's also really unique in the fact that every every video that you see is one half of a conversation of yeah done via like FaceTime or video call or whatever. 
because that's interesting because at some points you are just sitting there watching like a two minute video of someone just staring at a screen yeah. and someone could a just few be face so, yeah. reactions and someone sat there and they're sort of like nodding and, mm. and then at the end it might just be okay yeah right all right bye and that's yeah. it and you're like yeah, oh, yeah. okay i have no idea what's going on exactly um yeah really cool one of those games that makes you feel really clever when you yes. um when you work something out you realize what search term to use to find mm. the next piece of the story and it's one of those games as well that you'll what you'll see the story but you'll see it in a totally weird order and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. really cool yeah really inventive way to make a game definitely no i'd 100 percent agree with that i yeah hugely enjoyed that as well mm. um i would also like to talk about control mm. um which i i think i played pretty pretty quickly after it actually came out um this is a really cool game. Um, I think my... Let me start on, like, my only overriding kind of negative of the game was that it is, like, utterly bonkers. Like, the story in the game is interesting as it's going along, but it's, like, so weird. Do you think that caused a lot of people to switch off? Like, if they bought it and then... Yeah, I, I think so. I think so, because it is, like arguably like kind of obtuse with its story um and yeah kind of slowly dropping little things and then even by the end i kind of am like right i know what just happened but i'm not really sure overall picture what's happened yeah kind of um so that that's definitely a barrier of entry kind of to the game however what it did for me was it kind of gave me my spider-man-y feeling from like the year before spider-man last year 2018 yeah yeah um yeah 2018 in in terms of like basically feeling like a superhero you can fly around you can pull bits off the wall at people um all with your powers um it just feels so fun to play in kind of wacky and wild and kinetic and um it's also artistically like the the visuals of the game are pretty wild um really cool looking kind of a lot of block colors um and interesting stages and yeah i i that that to me is was the the main the, the main part about it is just yeah. how much fun it was to play yeah again i've not played i haven't because mm. i didn't play a play i've not actually played control either yeah, um, yeah i just feel like you'd probably get a lot of time to notice how good all of the visuals are wouldn't you because of where it just freezes all the time exactly that's not, no that's, no no no, I'm being no, very neg- no I'm being very negative so there, supposedly but. it's pretty it's pretty decent now as oh, really okay cool when i was playing it after maybe only one or two patches like 100 percent. if i was like in quotes reviewing that game like i would have to be like there's some mm. serious stuttering issues in this game and it can didn't always because generally one thing that you miss or you don't hit or you you get hit by doesn't kill you yeah um I just wonder though because I feel like more I don't know if I'm wrong here or mm. not but I feel like most PS4s in the world are probably just PS4s yeah absolutely rather than P- the PS4 Pro or the or whatever yeah, yeah. On, obviously on Xbox as well yeah Did- so I just feel like and I don't know if it's still bad on base I, I think I think it's it's better I don't think it's fixed like it's not like perfect but I know I know that it is significantly better than it was. But I think it would say something to how good the game is. Because like, didn't it win like didn't Polygon give it game of the year or some, no, someone? No, IGN. IGN gave it yeah, game of the year. Yeah, so yeah, like, that's yeah. crazy. That's like the biggest gaming website, and mm-hmm. even with the issues of that it had. Yeah. 
they still gave it the whole game of the year. So interesting. Yeah, and I think... Um, but they're obviously just paid to, aren't they? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Remedy were like, oh, we haven't sold enough of these games. Chucking Let's, them dollars. Yeah, yeah. They, um, that, that was one of the first, like, this game probably is a next-gen game, but came yeah. out a year earlier type of thing. Like, yeah. I know on computer people say that with kind of ray tracing and stuff like that, it, it's kind of like the, the poster child for the best implementation of ray tracing and stuff. So it's a very futuristic game in, mm. in the tech that it uses, which maybe is a bit too futuristic for, for currently. Yeah. Um, but I would I, I'd still hugely recommend it, even if it's bonkers. There are moments in it where you feel like you're going through a action version of an epi- like the wildest episodes of Twin Peaks like mm-hmm. there are some scenes which are just like straight ripped out of David Lynch's mind and then shoved into a game it's amazing at certain set pieces yeah for sure cool um I mean the thing, the thing is all my games and stuff that I've talked we've talked about a little mm, bit of course in the yeah. of the podcast but the other one that I'll just quickly mention is Mario Maker Two. Yeah, um, it's one of the it's another one of the big games to play this year. Again, I never even really got around to trying out creating my own levels, which is you know quite bad. Mm. I should really, mm. but um, just uh, just actually playing even just the single player or um, searching for like the most uh, popular courses or whatever um, and levels. It's just really fun. Yeah, and it's amazing how inventive some people got yeah. with the constraints of that. Uh, of that game and how to actually make levels in it so really cool time spent with that and, and also really cool watching people do it as well whether just on youtube or i was just gonna say i think you made you made a comment to me i think at some point we were just chatting and i was saying about oh i don't i feel like what this year was lacking was a big uh, nintendo release you're like oh what about mario maker 2 and i was like oh yeah that's and you were like that's probably one of the most watched games i've seen this like, i've watched yeah. that game the most um, and i was like probably have to agree with that i've watched so much mario maker 2 it's it's been so much fun to watch as well yeah people doing utterly ridiculous things and that maybe um that maybe like makes me a little bit more optimistic about dreams in a way if that Mm. if it can be done in a similar way of like yeah look at this weird level that i made or yeah i'm that's that's the hope is that they you can see the success from mario maker 2 and hope that that will be recreated with dreams yeah who knows obviously mario maker's got the it's Mario. Mario, yeah, exactly. So, and it's the second one. People know yeah, already yeah. what it's like and what it can do. Um, no, definitely for sure. Um, so I, I have kind of two games that I'd really want to talk as my favourite games yeah. of the year. Um, another, just a couple of touchstones were, um, sorry, I'll tell you Crash Team Racing came out this year, which I've, I played so much as a kid and was like, oh, I love this game. And then I thought I'd never could play it again. And they did a remake of it. And it was wonderful to play. Um, so it was really nostalgic playing that. Um, we played a bit of Apex Legends earlier in the year. Um, it's not generally our kind of thing. But no, it was fun at the it time. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. When it was brand new before everyone could just like... Become amazing. Yeah. And, yeah shit on us. Um, played the first couple of hours of Resident Evil 2. And I just totally understand and appreciate everyone's love for that game um i would love to finish it at some point um it is pretty scary though mm. and i think i'm all right with scary games but i'm not like amazing i've still never ever finished amnesia yeah um, <laughs> um and then the only other the only other thing i've got in here um a game called grindstone which is on apple arcade cool um and it's basically like a um uh, kind of like a candy crush game Right. But like 
way more mechanic kind of base so you've got to do various different things it's got a really cool art style um it's made by um i think cappy cappy games um who have done a couple of other like console games previously um and yeah i think those that's that those are the main games that new the, the important thing is to say new games I've yeah because i've platinum final fantasy 15 this year i've i'm a, on my way to platinum the witcher 3 this year um so yeah played a couple of old games that have been in the back catalog um well that's that's the thing because like, i've played probably the game that i've put most time into this year in 2019 was mm. probably persona 5 yeah and i've enjoyed i'm enjoying that game so much mm. uh also obviously uh, Witcher 3 which yep. I finished the other day um, played all of like Arkham Asylum and Arkham City yep. and I feel like I've played I played all of them and then I've played a few of the new releases for example two other games on my list are Outer Worlds and yes. obviously Star Wars Jedi colon Fallen Order <laughs> um, recently which we've talked about a lot so I don't want to I don't want to spend too much time talking mm-hmm. about it because obviously you'll know if you've listened to it that my experiences with those two were positive on the whole yeah but kind of like uh Maybe didn't not, blow me away not like, very at all. positive type of yeah thing. yeah like if this was a normal if this was a game of the year like it, like it was with the sort of releases we had in 2017 or 2018 yeah like yeah. those two games wouldn't be anywhere near yeah. my top games in those years so the fact that they're probably like third and fourth mm, on my list mm. this year of yeah. games that actually came out because like compared to things like arkham asylum city persona 5 witcher 3 like yeah. they're nowhere near as good as those yeah. games no for sure for um but I've got two. I think you've got two as well, yeah. haven't you? Yeah, yeah. That um, that stuck out the most to me, and mine mm. mine are quite small games, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one is one that we talked about very recently, which was the Goose Game. Untitled, Untitled Goose, Goose Game. Game, of course. Just obviously, I think that's probably going to stick with me the most this yeah. year, just because it was so funny. Like if you can if you can make a game that's a few hours long, yeah, and has really really simple but well designed levels and areas yeah yeah um you can get that sort of recognition i know obviously it came late played it late because it obviously came out on playstation only in december but um everyone who was playing it on pc and switch and everything yeah, before yeah. you know genuinely brilliant. hilarious as well so like, funny. genuinely laugh out loud funny moments in and it's game. not like it's you know there's some games like um parts of outer worlds are a bit like this and not that I've really ever played with them, but my generic feeling about Borderlands games mm, mm. is that they're trying very hard yeah. to be really funny and make you laugh. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this game just puts you in the in the in the flippers of a goose. Yeah. And says, "Go and annoy these people," and it's yeah. just inherently funny. Be a dick. Um, yeah, just go and be a dick. Yeah. Uh, and I think that I, I wouldn't give that my my personal favorite game of the year because yeah. I would save that for something else. Yeah. But um. It was a great experience. Yeah. And I, I would agree, actually. I like, like, I preferred my time with Untitled Goose Game as a whole than I did with Outer Worlds and yeah. <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, even though it was only a fraction of the time. Yeah. Those are the ones. No, and I actually, I don't have it on my list here only because I made this list before I played it. But oh, that would course, be on yeah. there. And I would I would have mentioned it because, yeah, it was it was a very joyous experience. Yeah. Um, de- for sure, definitely. Um, so my, yeah, kind of my runner-up as it as we are probably going with um is metro exodus and that for me um was the culmination of so metro 2033 and metro last light um obviously came out quite a few years ago and they 
where so i don't feel that there's there's that many first person narrative uh shooters there's i don't think there's a, a wealth of opportunity mm. there with them um and metro for me those two games were that and that's why i love them so much i think their atmosphere is incredible the atmosphere it builds in those games and the locations um you're in um so i love those games a lot then now it's metro um coming out this year and it's a semi-open world version of it and i was kind of a bit like oh no i love being in the in those horrible metros and dark dank places with horrible monsters coming is that going to ruin it and the answer was absolutely not in the slightest it was arguably just even better it was the culmination of everything they learned with a combination of many tight spaces and horrible claustrophobic levels with also some amazingly detailed huge open places to just go and kind of traverse and make your way around um again the story is is good it's enjoyable the cast of characters are fantastic um it's unbelievably good looking as a game so good and similar to how i kind of felt for plague town i think this is just becoming something which i'm enjoying more and more in games is the location and atmosphere and feeling that you're part of that world all melding together that's becoming more and more important for me i feel um and metro did that so well um even just down to the way you swing your bag off your shoulders and you open it up to do some like changing of weapons and stuff um and the detail on his hands and stuff like that it's it just feels like you're actually in that world um and it's still really scary at times um still exhilarating and uh yeah i i i love it so much mm. really really enjoy it um yeah i think as well we do need more like narrative shooters yeah but i think the problem with i think the problem with this and, I, and no one's talking about metro exodus mm. no one's mentioned it at all in like games of the year no, that? yeah i think the problem is because it went open world i mm. think you can almost like a lot of people maybe almost just sort of went oh it's just an open world first person shooter yeah yeah yeah, yeah. instead of being like it's still a very narrative based yeah. it's like it's linear in its story completely and really the way you do stuff you just have big open levels like there it's very like semi open world i think i think it was easy to get caught up in thinking that it's open world when it's not actually in the slightest yeah. you're, you're going through there's maybe like three big areas which you can traverse through um and then there's lots of smaller kind of condensed levels um and yeah i i think there's i think there's a lot of reasons why it won't get mentioned in kind of game of the year stuff um came up very early in the year which i think naturally yeah forget about it um it's uh it's not it it looks big budget and 4a games do an amazing job of making these games look incredible but they're still like not a triple a kind of studio in in the same Mm -hmm. regard as some other people so it's easy to overlook it it's it's russian kind of and so it's almost also not an american setting and stuff which to me is much more interesting but to the vast majority of people will be less interesting um, Plus, they probably don't get the money to pay off IGN and yeah, ex- you know, exa- all the rest exactly. to get a game of the year, exactly. which, is, which is how it works, isn't it? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And then we'll find out that actually they sent loads of money in previous years to do reviews or something like that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but it didn't work this year, so but it did for me. So I love it. But who did work? So who's been lining my pockets? Who has? 
What with, developer has been with bribery and yeah. money and um, because I, we all know whatever you're about to say and then what I'm going to say after the the sales of these games are about to skyrocket. Of course, well, so obviously. so I've already bought shares in my company. I hope you have. Yeah, I have. Okay, good. Um, so my favorite game of the year mm. is a game that didn't come out. <laughs> in 2019 yes uh, so this. my favourite game is Life is Strange 2 yeah uh, and it came out originally towards the end of 2018 mm-hmm. um, and it finally finished uh, in December 2019 yeah so I I played most of it in 2019 yeah it's so. a 2019 game it deserves sure. to be considered for this year um, I don't really know what else I can say about it we talked about yeah. it only like a couple of episodes ago I think um, it's really good it's an episodic game you play as a brother, your, your little brother has special powers, um, and you're kind of on the run. Mm. You're on the run for the whole time, trying to get to the Mexican border. Um, and like I think I mentioned a couple of episodes ago, it's so well done in terms of how um, your little interactions that you might not think are super important are having an effect and influencing your brother and how yeah. that will eventually get you some of the specific endings towards the end of the game. Um I quite I quite like what with that in that if you're influencing him, you can kind of see things happening, and then by the end, it will it will have an impact, kind of on what yeah. you've done. Instead of being right, you did this, and then we're going to wait four episodes, and at the end, it's going to go. By the way, do you remember when you did this? This is the impact. Instead of like uh, it's happening all the time, and it's constantly ca- you're carrying yeah. around yeah. those decisions because it's through your brother they're happening. Yeah, I quite like that idea. Yeah, it's not like because you did a specific thing in episode two. Yeah, you you're shut off from. A Doesn't flash back yeah. to it and go. Do do do. You did this. It's it's a culmination of yeah this choice and this choice and this choice. Yeah, got you to this point. Literally walking around with you. Yeah. Um. So. I mean, it helps as well. Obviously, Life is Strange 1 mm. and Before the Storm, two of my favourite games um, that I've ever played, really, I think. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, I was really hoping that this one would live up to it. And I think it does. I don't. I still would prefer probably Life is Strange 1 and Before mm-hmm. the Storm, but sure. two, very, very good. Yeah. Really good. And obviously, now that it's all out, you can play it from yeah. beginning to end in within the space of like 10 hours, I think, for all of yeah. it. Um Really cool. Yeah. Really cool. So definitely my favourite game of 2019. Life yeah. is Strange 2. Well done. I've, I've, I've bought it. Nice. It's, it's in my purchase history. Um, so I will definitely get around to that hopefully before this this spring kicks off. With yeah. Ridiculous amount of games. Um, and I'm sure it will come as no surprise that my favourite game of this year um, was Death Stranding. Um, Hideo Kojima's first game away from Konami. Um and with Sony kind of helping it, or Gorilla helping in. Um, yep, finished it a little while back, and it is a wild journey in every sense whatsoever. It, it's weird, fun, boring, um, sloppy, amazing. It's just everything that's good and bad in Sexy? games. Good question, actually. Is it a sexy game? So... It's probably compa- com- compared to MGS games, which I would say like are pretty sexy at times. Yeah, this is definitely less. Okay, it is still a bit sexy, but it's less sexy. 
there's no quiet in this. Oh, there's yeah. no there's no that aspect to the game. Um, but there's a lot of Norman Reedus's butt. Okay, that well, that so, is sexy. Yeah, maybe it is. A, maybe it's more sexy actually because there's a lot of his butt. Um, Would I be right in saying as well that you can just, if you wanted to, you could have as much butt as you wanted? Yeah, you could just keep on. There's a shower in his room. Yeah, and you can just keep on showering. Um, see, see, that's kind of like, hey, you don't, you, you want sexiness? Yeah. The the well is open. And I was, I was just about to say that. You, well, in the cutscenes, it's less sexy, but actually, he's naked in a lot of those cutscenes as well. So, right, I've said it's less sexy. Um, because I am not Norman Reedus's butt way inclined. Okay. But if you are inclined in his butt, <laughs> if you have reclined in his butt, <laughs> then you will find this game significantly more sexy than previous Hideo Kojima games. But what I would say as well is that I think it's probably more gratuitous in the sexiness because obviously mm. Norman Reedus, you don't need to have all those butt shots. Sure. Whereas is it in, more gratuitous? Whereas in MGS Five, <laughs> oh sorry, I see where you're going. Quiet, yeah. She has to be half naked because she breathes photosynthesis. Exactly. So it's explained through the law. Exactly, that's very true. Having I, I haven't played, I've played about an hour of Death Stranding, yeah. um, but I have not seen any law yet. Yeah. As to why I'm forced to look at his butt cheeks mm. so often. Mm. And mm. I think, so I've played about an hour of Death Stranding and yeah. I've probably, probably about at least 45 minutes or so of that was spent looking at his naked body. Yeah, exactly. So that, that tells you what the beginning of the game's like. So if you like the Norman Reedus butt, get in there. Kind of annoyed though, because you know, you can, if you try and like get the camera around to like look at his willy. When he's weeing. When he's doing a wee. Yeah. He gets all annoyed. He doesn't like that. Come on, mate. You've seen everything. We've pretty much seen everything else. Yeah, that is true. Don't get shy now. Yeah, true. Very, very, very true. Lay it all out. <laughs> um, the game, the game. Yeah, for me, I, I think I clocked in around just over sixty hours or so. I think I spent about thirty-five of that at one point, just in one section of the game, doing no story-related stuff, just building roads and zip lines everywhere. Um, but I think it's. It's a weird game in that it has some of the best stuff Hideo Kojima's done and it for sure has some of the worst stuff he's done in, in a game. Um, there, are, there are some scenes and lines of dialogue which I kind of had to lay the control and I'm like, what is this? What are you doing? Like, why have you... How could you have written this? And then there's the ending, kind of two and a half hours of the game, which is just pretty much non-stop phenomenal I, I can't believe how strongly this game finishes compared to a couple of other weird bits in the game um but that strong ending really did bring it all together for me and and left me very satisfied with with the game overall um and i think i i don't think i want to see a sequel i mean by all means there could be yeah. Um, as they can be pretty much any piece of media now. Um, I don't think I want to see a sequel. I think I want this to just stand as it's as this one thing, and then move on to the next, the next bit of storytelling. Um, but yeah, I, I can't stress enough. Like I, the gameplay I think is actually does a really good job of making it interesting and fun, even though all you're doing is basically walking around. Um, the story 
starts very story heavy then for the middle section you're basically just doing lots of gameplay stuff and then by the end the ending is so solid it's some of the best things i've seen kojima do and some of the best scenes i think he's like in quotes directed um so yeah i i I really i really do love it there's just a couple of things where i'm like what are you what are you doing (laughs) but that kind of adds to the 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 enjoyment of it all i suppose um so yeah that is my favorite game of the year so um we i've picked my favorite game of the year which is life strange 2 andy has obviously picked death stranding his favorite game of the year Mm. um so it's now comes down to me yes to um, unveil the first ever Mm -hmm. official bomb squad game of the year uh, for 2019 okay yeah we haven't talked about this before no we haven't this is just me it's just me doing this you ready yeah so the official bomb squad game of the year 2019 is get on that battle bus it's fortnite fortnite game of the year yeah boy we're back season two let's go season two smashing isn't it smashing is it season 10 but i think it was like act two or whatever they call it i don't care um yeah whatever go and play fortnite break some houses and build and yeah whatever do that do that funny dance they'll do yeah 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 yeah. um but more importantly yeah now we now we've named bomb squad's first ever game of the year fortnite whatever who cares about game of the year yeah there's only one thing i care about yeah and that is the house cup winning quidditch winning the hogwarts cup for hufflepuff yeah i'm I mean, I've got a massive lead. I'm 11 to 2 mm-hmm. up. Slytherin can always bring it back, though. You're not Slytherin. Who am I? Look look at the colour of your of your mic. Red. Ravenclaw. Red. Nope. The other one. Hufflepuff? That's me. Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Yes! I got it. So, Hufflepuff currently 11 points. Gryffindor currently 2. It has been a slaughter so far this year. Yeah. Now, Annie, can you remind us, what was our bet from last time? We you- were going to go on to Open Critic. We were going to look at the highest rated game of the year, seeing as this is our game of the year thing. Which was? Which Resident Evil 2 remake, mm-hmm. I believe. And we're going to look at the first review and we were going to go onto that page, do Control F and have a look at how many times in the body of the review the word remake yep, came remake, up. Remake. Came up. Um, and yeah, we were, we were going to see who's closest. So do you remember what you, number you guessed? I guessed... Um, Four? Four times. I believe. And my guess was nine. Nine, yeah. Yeah. Now, I want you to know, I looked at the top review. Yeah. Uh, I also looked at the second... I also looked at the second one down because I wanted to see what kind of like a... Uh, an aggregate. Yeah, an aggregate. So the top review um, was from a site called Eurogamer. Oh, yeah. I know them well. Eurogamer used the word remake... Just to confirm, how many points does this worth? Sorry, of course. This is the final one of the year. This is where this is catching the snitch, the golden snitch. You would know that uh, it's worth 150 points. 150 points. And I was on two, right? You were on two. I was on eleven. Okay. Eurogamer. I guess nine. You guess four. Yep. Eurogamer used the word remake Come in on, their Eurogamer. review. I go on you every day. You can do this. Pull through. Exactly. Four times. And honestly, it made me so angry because do you know what? Each not P 
pissed me off so much. I feel like crying. Do you know what pissed me off? <laughs> they didn't even put the word remake in the title of their review. Just Resident Evil 2. Just Resident Evil 2 review. They're what not... the fuck? You're... Not... So, what I did was, I thought, <laughs> I want, I'll just go to the next one. The next yeah. one was PC Gamers Review. Yeah, yeah. 15 times. <laughs> 15 times they used the word remake. Oh, you're a gamer. You have saved me. Bullshit. So, that means that the final score for the Quidditch uh, How- Hogwarts House Cup is Hufflepuff 11. Yep. Gryffindor 152. And I believe that means I actually win. Fucking Dumbledore's done it again. He's coming out of nowhere and he's gone, Oh, Gryffindor, you must... Oh, uh, what, what, what more bravery does it take to stand up to your friends? That's a quote from Harry Potter. So. Well, th- that's why they call me Harry the Muggle Muggleton. I um, am very upset, but as a Hufflepuff, I'm not going to get too upset about it. I'm, I'm, I'm deep down, I'm going to be gracious about it and I'm going to go, well, you know what? At least it wasn't like Slytherin. Yeah. So the Hufflepuffs are kind of like, well, kind of bullshit because we were winning the whole year. We were nine points ahead. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna take this with a with a gracious nod and mm-hmm. and a cheers. A cheers. A gracious a... one of them. There we go. Um, but we will be plotting for 2020. The yeah. 2020 House Cup Challenge starts next time. Yeah. And we are. We're also amending our scoring structure to be more in line with the official... Of course, because obviously in, in Quidditch, you'd know that scoring a goal or a hoop... Do they call it a goal? I think they call it a goal. Mm. The quaffle going through one of the hoops. What's that wrong name, with you? every single time that name comes up. Um, it's worth 10 points. So basically, each time that we do a bet, it will be worth 10 rather than one. Because we like to talk about random things on this podcast... Come on. What did you just call it? A quaffle. A quaffle. What's the difference between a quaffle and a snitch? Because they, don't they call it the golden snitch? Yeah. Well, the golden snitch is a very small one. It's probably the size of a golf ball. Okay. And it's got little... It's gold. Yeah. And it's got wings and it flies around. Yeah. The quaffle yeah. is much bigger, kind of more... Maybe like a basketball size. Maybe it's smaller than okay. that. In the films, it's got like grooves on it so that you could hold it. Okay. Doesn't I don't know if it actually does in the books or yeah. not. I don't think so. Um, there's other balls. Those aren't the only balls. Oh my God. But the quaffle is just like, there's no magic in it. It's just it's a ball. It's just a ball which you yeah. pick up and throw. Um, the other, there's two other balls. Okay. And they're called the bludgers. The bludgers. Maybe we should incorporate what the I was gonna bludgers say, I think, into it. I think maybe like every second week we do a bludger goal or a quaffle goal. Well, yeah, but you're, you sound like a right noob there because you wouldn't score a goal with the bludgers. Oh my God, right. We're, we're going to have to, we're off air, think more <laughs> detail. But talk to me, tell me about them. Do you want to tell air. you about the bludgers? Yeah, yeah, tell yeah. me about them on air. So the bludgers are smaller than the quaffle, mm-hmm. bigger than the snitch. So I would say they're probably the size of, maybe like a softball? Yeah. So maybe bigger than a softball. Um, and they like, will... like, like, a, like a beach football that's deflated a bit. <laughs> Uh, you know, like you know the ones you get with like Elsa on them, they're the yeah. really floaty balls. And then imagine it's just gone down a bit. Yeah, I guess so. But you could say that about any ball, couldn't you? No, but this better. It's better to imagine Elsa shrinking. Also, they're really hard. Oh, okay. okay so and they will like fly that. about. Yeah, they fly, but they and are then magic. Each team has two. Each team has got uh, certain positions. Yeah, you've got chasers <laughs> who throw the quaffle and try and score. Yeah, you've got a keeper. Who tries to save the goals on his broom? Yeah, you've got a seeker who tries to catch the golden snitch. Harry, Harry was a seeker, 
And then t- the two other positions are yeah. called beaters. And they go around and they've basically got like a like a rounders bat. Mm. And so and what they do is they throw and they hit the bludgers at the other team's players to try and make them drop the quaffle or stop catching the snitch or have to or can't save a goal because they were mm. hit by a quaffle, uh, bludger. I'm trying to think of a joke about beating meat, but yeah. I can't quite get there. <laughs> so that's um that's Quidditch, basically. Okay, perfect. Well, we will off air discuss how we're going to look at bets for 2020 because it's a big year in betting. Huge um, year. I've heard. I've heard. I, I also just thought at the end of this 2019 game of the year episode, mm. maybe we should do a year long bet, and this could be for a side thing. So, ah, so this could be for a physical present, maybe or something. Oh, I like that because I'd like to win something next year, other than other than being congratulated by our well, apart our from the big cup, the big trophy you've just got. For- well, I know, but I. That's my glass. Um, but what I wanted to say was, what do you think is going to be game of the year 2020? 100% we're doing this. Yeah. So, and I think, obviously, you know, there's like a million different things that give out game of the years. Like this year has been impossible because everyone, you know, different things have won it. Like IGM yeah. was control. Polygon gave it to Outer Wilds. The game awards was Sekiro. Yeah. I think we go with game awards. I, th- I think so yeah. as well. It's the biggest... Um, it's it's let's be honest it's the oscars of the gaming world yeah so i think i think it makes sense to go the game game awards so um do you, do you want to guess first or shall i guess are we first? doing this now yeah i say we do it now we okay. do it, I, th- I say we right. do it every game of the year one we okay guess okay, okay 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 i've got this i got this um i am going with Game, game Awards can be a bit rogue yeah. at times. Dragon Age Inquis- Inquisitions won it before but that was the best game that year so oh yeah Dragon Age um I okay, I'm but I'm going with this. Okay, this is going to be the game of the year, and CD Projekt Red is not letting us down. Damn, Cyberpunk, right? Cyberpunk 2077. Cool. I thought you were going to go Last of Us, so I will pick Last of Us then. No, although part of me, part of me wants to pick Doom. You know, whoa, part I, of me wants to pick Doom because I think that is the that would be one of the roguest decisions you've made. I think because I think, I think. Cyberpunk and Last of Us too. Mm. They've got hype, and they will. There's so much. They hype. will be divisive. They will be yeah. to a degree, just by their nature. Doom, Rem- Doom Eternal. Doom Re- Eternal. You're doing it. I've done it. You're doing it. I've done it. Remember the way the VGAs work is, it's voted on. I think it's seven. I think it's something like either seventy or eighty percent of the vote is done by a panel of various people across the industry mm. and then like 10 or 20 or 30 percent of the vote is a public vote yeah that gets amalgamated together cool doom eternal cyberpunk 2077 if both of us lose we i don't know what we do we cry so no, we, we have cry. a, we'll, we'll have we'll a, cry a one on, minute crying yeah, one minute session cry. um perfect excellent well that's that we've sorted out our game of the year bet for next year I think we will. We won't set up a bet for the next no. episode. We're gonna no, no, on no. our first episode of the year. We're gonna um, discuss that, yeah. and we'll go from there. Perfect, fantastic. Well, thank you very much as always, um, Chris. Where can they find us on Twitter? You can find us at In Dreams Club. Um, you will find tweets from there. You will find mega tweets. I've been trying to use gifs recently when tweeting Love from it. It. Um, it will also immediately follow you back yes. if you follow it. So it's very, very gracious with it. Just followers. crack on. Just get um, in there. And then please also do go visit um, www.indreamsclub.com. 
where you can find our uh, the podcast and a few nice pictures and hopefully some more in 2020. There's now an about page. There's an I'll about throw that page. out there that I, okay. I did on. I hope you haven't written mine. <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, cool. I, there was originally, well, some abuse for you on there. Mm, but I did I actually see that, that in the pending. I took that off and I pending just. Pending posts. Uh, it's just, but do you know what I did do that I thought I was quite clever? Mm. I put the about page and I've got Bomb Squad and Realize mm. and a little blurb about them. Nice. If you click on the pictures, it takes you, it to, takes you to the podcast. Someone's been practicing their Squarespace. I have been practicing my Squarespace. <laughs> we're also sponsored by Squarespace. We're not, <laughs> if we're only not we at were. all. Yeah, if only we're. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, type in squarespace.com forward slash indreamsclub and you'll get a 10% discount. And if you do want to give Andrew abuse on the website, I'll just message me, DM in Dreams Club on Twitter yeah, and I'll give you my login and you can there just click whatever you want on the website perfect as always thank you very much for listening and uh, we'll see you next time bye Don't be nervous, boy. 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 Boy.